Thank you, Mother Nature. Spring is upon us. We both love and cherish a Michigan winter, but we cherish seasons of change as well. And change brings about introspection, goal setting, possibilities, new perspectives. What will this season of change bring you, professionally or personally? And that's what we're talking about today. The Speakeasy Podcast, honest conversations about leadership and sanity in the creative industry. I'm Karen Steffel. And I'm Jen Estel. Managing creativity and business? We probably have an opinion on that. No prohibitions. Clearly, we have cocktails. This cocktail is fantastic. It's called the Kiwi Lime Magic Mint, and this drink actually changes color when the ingredients interact. It is so cool. And you really can taste the mint, and it's very beautiful in layers, and it kind of breaks my heart to stir it. It's a certain color, and then you mix it up, and the, the colors change. I know. It's, it's kiwi fruit, lime, mint leaves, simple syrup, and cream the mint. But what's the magic ingredient? The magic ingredient is this butterfly pea flour-infused Tito's vodka. And so the pea flowers, they're dried, and you put them in the vodka overnight, and something in them makes this magic happen. And it's really beautiful. And it's funny because I actually was so intrigued by it because really it's an, it becomes an herb at that point. So I popped one of the dried pea flowers in my mouth, just completely intrigued. And it tastes like spring. It tastes like it's a flower. So it tastes like that spring pea fresh off the vine. And it was sweet and delicious. And it made me so excited. And yeah, so it's a really great metaphor for change and seasons and et cetera, et cetera. And here we are. We've had this discussion about seasons of change. And so is it for, you know, we've talked about whether it's linear, is it a cycle? What is it for you? Where are you? Well, I'm perpetually in late spring or summer. So so for me, my first instinct was to think of of it in terms of your business life and your business is young and it grows and it matures a little bit, et cetera, et cetera. And if I were to compare that to the time I've been in business, you would think maybe she's in fall. She's been in business for a couple of decades. But really, I just always feel like we're just getting started, which leads me to maybe it's not so linear. I do. I feel like it's, I do. I, I was thrown to think that it was also very linear, but I think if we take a cue from science and nature, like this cocktail is telling us to do, I think that it is a cycle. I think that um, not different than parenthood or your business that you, you, you know, if spring is when you're born and kind of when you're a fledgling and summer is when you've got your footing and then you're harvesting something in the fall, then really winter, instead of indicating that you're retiring, um, as a linear concept would indicate, you know, winter might be where you you know, store up and rest and really prepare. And plan for the next time and reconsider and do a lot of really healthy things. So that's kind of nice. So since we're sitting in spring today, I really think that we're embracing this cyclical idea. That's true. So in the cyclical theory, what season are you in? That's a really great question. I'm not sure because, um, you know, we've been in we've been going through change for a couple of years. We've been preparing for a rebrand. We rebranded. We're working on all the exciting things that have come out of rebranding. But I'm not I would like to say that we're not in a period of change right now, but I do feel like we're kind of always. Well, it's funny that you say that to to get really specifically to the things that we do at Redhead all of the time. And having watched you do the rebrand, everyone thinks of that as a a culmination and an end. But the minute you rebrand, then there's a new beginning. And that's a great illustration of the cycle, right? So you go through that effort of figuring out who you're going to be, how your rebrand will happen. You debut it to the world and you go, ah, I'm done. Except then you're not. Yeah. You start over. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. It's kind of fun. So I think if we're talking about change as a cycle, then that means change is always coming, right? So 
So you can't avoid it. No. You're, there's always something that's going to be coming at you. So what season are you in? Is there something coming at you? Well, it's funny because in a professional sense, when I was thinking about this, I feel like we are year and a half, two years out from many big changes. And the minute I say that, it will be false because the universe works that way. Yep. Um, so I, I don't anticipate having any massive shifts in how we do business in the next year or so. But that said, every season there's a new opportunity or a client that we're rethinking and how we do business and the clients that we are serving and who needs what changes so frequently that we're always we're kind of like a, a Michigan season where you get all all the seasons in one week. Yeah, just blink and it changes. <laughs> right. But I mean, you, you your family's going through a lot of change right now. Yeah. And that's the part when we were thinking about the episode that really got me. I thought, uh, at, at the office, we're good. We're, we're pretty solid. But then um, a funny thing happened a few weeks ago. We were sitting in a client meeting talking about production schedules and something that was going to happen in June. And I said, oh, that's just a few weeks away. And then I suddenly realized that what else happens in June is my son graduating, and then I promptly burst into tears because I realized it's just a few weeks away and a massive change is coming, and it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's a huge change for your family, and I think, you know, given a cycle or mm-hmm. a season, you can look at that change coming at you and you can duck and cover and hide or do whatever you want to do, or you can kind of start planning, right? Yeah. And we're both planners. We enjoy a project. Well, we are, and that's the funny thing about change for me. There's there's two portions to change. There's the logistic project management part of it, which is easy and fun and full of we're going to do this and we're going to do this and we're going to have a schedule that looks like so-and-so and we're going to talk to such-and-such and project managing is easy. But the emotion of a change is the part that always blindsides me a little bit mm-hmm. um, because you can't project manage emotion and you can't project manage people's feelings, right? And so for me, this particular change... The uh, production of it has been happening for quite some time, and it sort of blindsided me the fact that there was a huge emotional shift happening for our family, and so I'm still working through that part. Yeah, and I think what we do as professional communicators, right, is if you still wanted to project manage it, you can, but then to make sure that it all goes the way you want it to go, it just means there's increased communication, there's conversations about expectations. Right. There's a little bit of grace and latitude <laughs> around certain areas. <laughs> and maybe you deserve to give that to yourself as well. Maybe. Um, and and acknowledging that I'm not the only person who has to go through this change, watching a kid sort of leave the nest, and it's happened a million times before. So looking at some other people who have done it successfully and knowing, you know, we have a very dear friend who her son and my son have been friends since... They were infants, and she said um, the calendar came home from school about the end of the year, and she burst into tears. And so knowing I'm not the only one who has to sort of accept and acknowledge a change that's happening that that might feel like it's blindsiding you emotionally, Mm -hmm. um, and knowing how to handle that and sort of working through it and sharing it a little bit. What I know is that when you have to plan for something, you have to lead people through change, right? People kind of look at you. You know, there's this flight attendant metaphor, right? When some when you go through turbulence, everybody looks at the flight attendant. If they're not worried, you shall not be worried, right? Sure. When they look like they're freaked out, maybe you're freaking out a little bit, right? So I kind of feel like you people look to you to lead through change, and whether that whether that's because you're the mom, or that whether that's because you are the leader of your business, 
um, or ultimately the the bottom line uh, in your organization for your clients and your employees. So change is coming for all of us, whether it's at home or, or at work. And so it's about leading through change and really giving yourself the time to think about you know, when change is coming, if it brings about fear or concern, giving yourself the opportunity to think through those things and have answers for and kind of uncover for yourself why it brings about fear and change, because that's normal, but also to have answers for people. That's true. And to not be unprepared for that. Change is so complicated because when you know it's coming, well, I mean, there's 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 sort of two aspects. There's going through change and anticipating change, right? And um, if you know change is coming, there is anticipation, there's excitement, and there's looking forward. But there's also that moment of sort of nostalgia and sadness for something you might be losing, whether that losing is um, a comfort zone and a comfortable place to live and a comfortable expectation about how your day goes or a stage of life that you really enjoyed. All of those things are really valid and having to figure out how to acknowledge and accept them while also moving forward with grace and excitement to the next phase, right, I think is is an incredible challenge. It is an incredible challenge because as people look to you as the mom or the leader in your organization, you want to make sure that you're walking through it for yourself in the way that honors your own feelings, but also not walking through it in such a mess, even though sometimes inside we're a mess, not doing so in a way that colors everybody else's experience. Right. That's a hard responsibility to carry. It's something else. It's what we choose, though, I suppose. As moms, for sure. <laughs> as moms. As, and as business owners. Yeah. What is your favorite part about change when it happens? When I know it's coming, I, I love dreaming about what's possible. I love, um, it's like spring, you know, it's um, fresh colors and fresh scents and kind of something comes alive. And I and I feel like when I know change is coming and I'm ready to embrace it, that's how I feel, is when you first see that little um, snow crocus or, or tulip bud pop out of the ground. It's like, that's amazing. <laughs> and to be so excited and embrace it in that way. But um, I, I'm not going to be uh, Pollyanna and to say that I'll change, I embrace in that way. Sometimes I'm just really scared and I have to really think about why I'm scared and what do I need to put in place to alleviate whatever those concerns are underneath the fear. Um, I have some changes coming up with work and some of it has to do with uh, our industry is changing or how we're growing. And, and those are all really interesting puzzles to solve. And so sometimes with change at work, it's I try to look, again, to remove myself from the emotion of it a little bit. Um, I try to look at it like it's a puzzle to solve. Like if these pieces move over here, how do we backfill and still make the puzzle work? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. I think that's the only way to go about it, to be frank. Getting back to the project management and organization and strategy of doing a change, because what that does is take away the unknowns, right? Mm -hmm. And when you have unknowns or, or unclear expectations, change can feel very scary. Mm-hmm. But when you have pretty good expectations and, and you understand what needs to happen and what the benefit will be in the end, it's a little bit easier to accept. Yeah, and it allows you to keep your eye on the prize, right? right. <laughs> There's that goal that's out there, that bullseye that you're looking for, which, which is the thing that you can be excited about. Even when changes, you know, both of us have gone through and we've talked about when and when there's employment changes. You know, we, we can't be naive to think that all of our employees, as much as we love them, will stay forever. That's a ridiculous thing to believe, um, as much as we love them all. 
so that when you know that change is coming, to view it through the lens that it's an opportunity to change up your game or to uh, to backfill or retrofit the skills that maybe you're not now noticing that you're missing and to really just kind of, again, put that puzzle together more completely. And so viewing it through that lens as an opportunity, change as an opportunity, um, feels very different than feeling bludgeoned by a change that happens to you, right. becoming victim to your change. Well, and it's funny because as you as you talk about that, I sort of think about our personal changes at home and you know, it's very different in the way that we won't be replacing that person who's leaving, right? Of course not. <laughs> we have to think about a new dynamic and a new role for everybody in the house and what a family, what a day-to-day coexistence of four people will feel like for everyone instead of five people. So there's a lot of opportunity and excitement, especially for our son who's going away to college. But does that mean, you know, what opportunities does that leave for our younger children what sadness or insecurity might that leave for our younger children? So if you take those two examples between work and home, some changes allow you to reconfigure and grow um, because you might be able to put another element back. But some changes, you're not replacing elements, you're just rearranging the elements you've got. Um, but each of those allows you a really good opportunity to have something new, right? Yeah, and I think if you take a cue again from nature is that with changes – you know, the plants aren't worried about their destination. They continue to do the same cycle over and over because it's what they know. And um, it continues to be exciting every time it's a fresh change. Every time. And so I really think as cliche as it is, it's the journey, not the destination. That is true. The destination is expensive when your kid is going to college. <laughs> You've got it. <laughs> so let's let's think about the journey, shall we? Let's focus on the journey. <laughs> and I think, too, um, it's very easy as entrepreneurs and people who love a good project to very to, to very much focus on that goal. I, I just said it just a, you know a minute or two ago, but um, when we're really present to the journey and the peace or the place in that journey that we're in right this moment, we're able to really appreciate that that part of the cycle. That's true, and you know you said it earlier too that change is always coming. There's always something new that's about to happen. And so you you can either figure out how you can best deal with the changes that are inevitable, or you can you can ignore them and then they blindside you. And I think that that was such a wise insight because very rarely do we get to choose all of the changes that happen in our lives. No, right? We we can roll with the punches. We can see what industries bring us, and we can react very well to the changes that we can't control. But you know those changes are going to happen, so you've got to get them done, and you've got to figure out a way to enjoy the process and be reactive and quick and confident that you can roll through it. Yeah, and we can. We can. You can. I think I can. You can. And it's okay. Sometimes it in, it includes some tears, and sometimes it includes a couple of bumps or bruises along the way, but sometimes it involves a lot of bliss or just real excitement, and I, and I think it's worth going through. That's true. While I didn't think it was a pertinent topic for me when we started talking about this podcast, whew, it's a it's a good conversation to be having. Yeah, and I think spring is a great time to be having it. I'm really curious to see um, what kind of changes our listeners are going through and if they have insights or changes that have kind of shocked them. You know, this the change of our child going away to college is something we knew ha- has been coming and we 
have planned for it, and it still blindsided me in a weird sort of way. So I'm hoping I'm not the only person out there. You guys let us know. Yeah, and I think anybody who's going through a major change, even if they're changing careers or deciding to shift their business in whatever way or take on a partner or leave a partner or whatever it is that people are going through, I think reaching out and being able to say what it is is freeing in and of itself. That is true. Just like the change that happens in this magical little drink that we're having. It's delightful before and it's delightful after, right? Yeah. The kiwi lime magic uh, mint drink is actually really, really fun. It's its own little seasonal change in, in, in a glass. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Easy Underground or on our website, thespeakeasypodcast.com. So Karen, what's happening next time around? You know, every quarter or so, we include a special guest. Perhaps our listeners would like to hear a fresh perspective every now and then? We would too, right? And we're delighted to host Kelly Rossman McKinney for our next episode. It would be an understatement to say she's one of the most impressive and inspiring communicators we have ever met, and we can't wait to hear about her journey and her thoughts about work-life balance. Please join us next time. Thanks. Thanks.